We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. This is the Bart Winkler Show, and we are live as the Bucks are set to beat the Orlando Magic tonight. I come to you live on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream just a few seconds before the game is actually over because the Magic just took a performative timeout. Um, this game should have been over. I was like racing home from CBS, and then I was hitting every red light, and I was getting very irritated. And then um, now I get home, and the game just will not end. So Bucks are going to beat the Magic. Uh, that is pretty much locked in. Uh, Magic just hit a three, so now it's a four-point game. So, um, Jesus. This is a game that is closer than I think it needed to be. Um, you know, the Magic are a worthy opponent. I think a lot of us think the Magic are the same crappy team they've always been. Maybe the team that we were so confident that we would destroy them that we were willing to forfeit a game in the bubble. Um, yes, it was for a cause they believed in, but also they realized that they uh, were playing against the Magic and they did not care if they were going to give a game in that series. So Magic are a little bit better than that, but the uh, the Bucks. Do come away, Harry. Hey, 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 118 to 114. The Bucks come away with a victory. Fuck yeah. Um, all right. There are some comments coming in. Obviously, I unveiled a dirty little secret. I didn't know for like much longer than anybody else. I knew maybe one extra week than anybody else that I will be joining CBS Sports uh, full time. The show is going to be aired from 9 p.m. Central to 1 a.m. Central, so it'll be a totally different shift than I'm used to for sure, um, but I'm excited to get it going. I think it works perfectly. I can see my kid. The only the, like the, the, the thing that it changes a little bit is probably how much I'm able to do this pod. I will still keep the pod. I will still do the pod, but what am I doing right now? I'm doing a, I'm doing a post-game show. It's 9:37. I would be on the air. So what am I what am I gonna do? Am I gonna do a post-game show? You want to do a post-game show at one in the morning? Some of you probably crazy knuckleheads would. You want to do a post-game show during the commercial breaks? I guess we could do a whole bunch of things. Alex is groined up for my move. I appreciate that. 
Jake R says, congrats. Late night Taco Bell runs will be legendary. No, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to, I, I hope there's some positives lifestyle change out of this too. I'm not going to come home at 1.30 and then make a captain. That would be insane. So maybe a little less of the boozy boozy. The food, if I can eat dinner, maybe 6.30, work, get home, sleep, wake up. Did I just accidentally intermittent fast? That could help me. So I'm just trying to, uh, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, trying to be a, trying to be a better man. Test user wants to know if this is the national basement. Uh, not yet. I do hope to build somewhat of a studio down here. I got a lot of problems with this basement. There's wires and pipes and I live in an old house, hundred plus years. So got to uh, make sure everything works and is up to code. Tom sends his congrats and condolences for the new schedule. I think the schedule's a pro. I think the schedule's going to be a pro. It is going to be a pro. What I've been doing the last couple of nights, though, is I've been like ass tired. And then I think, okay, what time is it? It's got to be like midnight. 8.32. I wouldn't have even started the shift by now. Uh, that's pretty bonkers. Bucky Boyd, we national. We are. We so tonight, uh, Nick called. I had Austin call. Look, we're going to be on 150 affiliates across the country every night. If you're awake, or if you're if you're uh, awake, I read something that said weak. If you're awake, I see no reason why there can't be a Winkler versus Takeover. Brian says, give it two weeks. 1 a.m. is the perfect time for a drink. Fridays, maybe, maybe Fridays. But I'm going to at least try to have a healthier lifestyle in this one. Some other notes I wanted to say. We can talk some Bucks. We can talk some Packers, uh, wherever you'd like to go. The uh, Brewers did make a trade. Adrian Hauser and Tyrone Taylor are out. He's doing the show with Ryan Hickey on CBS. And I was trying to tell him, because he's a Mets fan, I was trying to tell him about the kind of guys that he's getting. And I said, Adrian Hauser is going to have, there's going to be at least one game where he goes seven innings, three hits, no earned, and you're going to think, is this really our guy? Could could this be our guy? And then he's going to uh, get shelled the next game, and he'll miss about a month and a half. He will also um, not be that good. He's a fourth or five starter. And then there's going to be... Tyrone Taylor, who that scrappy son of a gun. How many times do we think Tyrone Taylor was off that baseball team? And he always found a way. So a good fourth or fifth starter, a good fourth or fifth outfielder. David Stearns clearly liked those two guys because he traded for them. We got some guy, Coleman Crow. That's not a real guy. That's the name of a movie that James Vanderbeek stars in, and he's like the pitcher in a small town. Coleman Crow is not a real person. We got fleeced. We got a movie star. We we did not get a real baseball man. And then they also signed a catcher, Eric Hazi, is how I think you pronounce his name. I've never known, so I've never said it. That's the first time I've said it. My guy, Mike Danger, out in Rochester, says, proud of you. Looking forward to hearing you. Late nights in Rochester. Mike, the next time I'm out your way or vice versa, I now owe you a drink. Saw him at the Sabres game. Sabres beat the Blackhawks that night. I sat two rows behind Alan Lazard. 
That was fun. Cardio Farm sends his congrats as well. And I appreciate that. Oh, I said Hazi right. Thank you, Andrew. I did not know. Uh, I'm not picking my producer. My producer is an A-plus gentleman and human being. And I, I don't, it's the producer of the show, but he's going to be, you're going to hear a lot from him. Uh, David Shepard's going to be his name. It already is his name. I'm very excited to work with him. David is a pro's pro, and I'm so eager to see what we can kind of come up with. So that means no Tim Shea. Tim Shea is not also coming with me. Um, he would actually have to move to New York, which I don't think he would want to do. And he would have to operate a board, which I don't think he knows how to do. So no Tim Shea. Joe says he used to listen to late night CBS sports radio while rolling through Taco Bell on the way home from work trips. It's basically foretold the future. A lot of Taco Bell references. A lot of Taco Bell references. Chad says, going to miss the daily podcast and live post games. Having said that, don't be a foreigner. Uh, no one wants to talk bucks, huh? No one wants to talk bucks, okay? Um, so I'm still working out how the show will go. I think the the biggest thing that made the show a success was you guys, the sponsors, obviously. I, I mean, I'm talking to my basement to my computer if nobody joins and nobody listens and nobody interacts. I don't, I mean, it, it couldn't be more obvious. I don't know how some people in this business don't realize that. I am talking to myself if people don't listen and interact. How do you not realize that? So I'm not ever taking any of this for granted. Ever, ever, ever. You can't. If you do, your your brain does not function right. You are talking and people are listening and engaging. I mean, I'm literally talking to the to the ring light in my basement right now. But through the medium, there's an audience. You can't ever take that for granted. If you do, I just don't I don't understand how you can. I really, really don't. Um, so I'm obvious. Thank you. I've, I've talked to a lot of you guys. I, I can't. People sponsor my show and none of you had to do any of this. But I think what, from my perspective, from my angle, what I then provided was at least something routine, a daily thing, a daily thing. And I am going to lose the daily aspect of that, which I do apologize for. Um, you can still get the podcast from the late night show, but I understand uh, it's not the same. Um, but that, you know, I, that, I, that I'm going to miss out on. I do want to do like, a once a week sometime live thing. I would like to do that. Uh, Paul and Grant and I are talking about how we can continue that. Still some other stuff as it comes up, but like a post game show like this against the magic. I'll be on, I'll be working. Adam Roberts, tip of the cap, old friend, former uh, WMCM mate. We didn't intersect, but, we did at the fan. Uh, UWL Eagle flying high. Adam Roberts. Rob Roberts. <laughs> Roberts doing well for himself. Uh, yesterday he was Zach Gelb. Now he's Zachary Gelb. Did you change your name or is this an imposter? Uh, either way, that's weird. MLB Network Semi Insider. I'm doing full time on CBS Sports Radio starting January 1. So after the college football playoff games or even during. I'll be on. I'm so happy to be on that day because when Michigan kicks the shit out of Alabama, I can, uh, 
I can brag about how Florida State should have been in. Yeah, a lot of you guys, if, if you guys have commented about one thing with the pod, it's been that you want the Grant and Paul uh, segment to continue. And I don't have any problem with that. I think those guys are tremendous. And it's some of the best uh, hour of content uh, that I've done or that I feel like I've done um, or have been a part of. All right. If you guys want to join, feel free. Everybody's being shy. I know we had boots on the ground tonight. I'm also trying to keep my eye on this football game because Alvin Kamara is fucking me over. And perhaps you guys as well. Bucks 118 to 114, beating the Magic. Magic, again, are a good team. Are they a contender? Are they a pretender? I don't think they're going to be there in the end. Um, there's going to have to be somebody that's the fourth spot when it comes to the Eastern Conference finals. And I think Boston, obviously, they have their struggles. They haven't lost at home, but they're also very good. So we've had our struggles, but we're also very good. The Sixers, I do think, are for real. I think the Sixers are going to be for real. Um, and then I don't know who, like, is fourth in the East. We could be looking at the Knicks. They lost Mitchell Robinson. The Heat, no. The Pacers keep losing. The Cavs. Well, maybe it is the Magic. Maybe it's the Magic. Maybe that's a semifinal team. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I'm not quite sure who else. Um. Oh, Gelb's in his Odyssey email. That's nice. Can you leave voicemails just for fun? Keep leaving them. I'll use them as part of the shows. Keep leaving them. Hot Take Jake was at the game. Yes, I was. Look at you strong. Yeah, I'm, I'm walking right now to try to see if my car got towed or not. I'm pretty sure it was parked illegally, but we'll see what happens. Where'd you park? Um, Over by Coles, by the Hilton there. So oh, like brand new downtown Coles. Yeah, it has a sign that says detour and you know, not not for through access, but I just it's always open there, so I just do it anyways. Well, I, I either park on Cherry Street or I park by Red Arrow Park. A little bit of a walk either way, but that's where I park. Yeah, and a night like tonight, it's not bad, but I don't know if uh like a mid-January game, that's that's not necessarily the place to be. Did, are you alone? Did you go by yourself? Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I bought a sit. No. I uh, went with a friend, longtime friend, big-time Bucks fan. I tried to get him onto this podcast, but he's a little analytical. I don't think uh, a lot of the Winkler versus probably sharp enough to kind of follow along with him. But he's a good dude. Shout out to yeah, the we don't, we don't count higher than 15 on the show. No. Um, I mean, so well, now, now I want now I want to hear from this guy. I know, right? It's it's well, do you think he's smarter than us? Kinda, yeah. What does he go? Does he does he break down net rating? Well, he knows the NBA's collective bargaining agreement like top to bottom. Is which he is the weird. Ken Ingles of Bucks? Kind of, yeah. That's a good comparison. Well, get him on here. All right. Christ, jeez. Fuck. Well, now it's oh. too late. And now we can't swear anymore on this show. Now it's all got to be PG. Um, congratulations. I I know I sent you a text before, but uh, I want to bring it up on the stream that uh, 
it's nice to see good things happen to good people and people that uh, work hard. And you deserve this and a lot more. So this is just the beginning, my friend. Well, to be fair, you don't know that I'm a good person. You just know what I project. That's true. You make me feel good. <laughs> you you don't you don't know what I'm doing when the camera goes off. Yeah. Well, that's our private sessions. Don't worry about it. Uh, Tim's Fork Mike uh, and Mrs. Fork are happy. Thank you. Mrs. Fork. Paul says like his favorite that. memory of the podcast has been when Sparky was on and said, I can't do this. <laughs> uh, Brandon's confused about where I'm going. I'm not moving. I'm, I'm not moving. I'm just, I'm on CBS Sports Radio right now sometimes. Now I'm going to be on more times. But it's going to be at the same time every day. And it's going to be 9p to 1am, which is going to make doing this daily hard, if not impossible. Well, you know what's funny um, about Sparky being on there too? Is uh, he ended up bailing and he was like, I can't do this. But he was literally just mad that people were giving you money. Like, it's like what a hater. Yeah, that was fun. I appreciate getting money. Well, and uh, I appreciated the troll job from the Winklerverse that as soon as Sparky said something, everybody just jumped in. Yeah, I didn't hate that at all. Uh, none of that bothered me. Um, so, can I talk about the game? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so, um, I like Orlando. They're pesky. Um, they play really, really good defense, and um, it, it's not their year. Hey, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Oh, I'll turn my turn signal off. That's safe. Um, sorry. Uh, but no, they they're still lacking like a a true guy that's going to get you wins in the playoffs. But they'll be a tough out for the first round. You know, they may pick up a game, but they're not going to be easy wins. So I yeah, like them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Bucks looked kind of lethargic tonight. Um. Again, it's going to take me a long time to get used to Dame's body language because, I don't know, he just never looks happy out there. He always looks kind of sulky. And tonight it looked like Giannis kind of joined him a little bit. So, you know, well, the conspiracy I think like one mind. Thing you, one thing you need to remember is that these guys, you're watching these guys at work. Like literally working. <laughs> these guys, this is their job. That's true. But I just. You're not, you're I not always happy at your job. Giannis is my good time boy. I want to see him smile, you know? You know what I am right now? I'm like that creepy old dude with the waitress. Oh, you should smile more. Anyways, um, I got a Packers take. May well, I? Let's hear it. All right. I don't want judgmental Bart here. I want contemplative Bart. I want Bart the analyst. And uh, I think I'm about to blow your mind. Okay. All right, well then, uh, I would like to cover my face because I don't yeah. want to react. I don't want my reaction either verbally or facially to affect well, you in any way. And it may take a minute for you to stew on this. So I'll get out what I have to get out, and then I really want you to think about it, all right? So I have okay. been, obviously, um, in the camp that LaFleur is not the guy. Bart, you used to be. I don't know what changed. Um, but I've said, yes, Joe Barry, he should be fired, but that's not the problem. The problem is bigger than that, and it's Matt LaFleur. But um, 
a lot of times I'll hear people such as Tony from Texas say, well, who do you want? Who are you going to get? Um, that would be better. Like, I don't know. It, it feels like a straw man thing. Like something, a way to get out of a, trying to make an actual point. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, I don't know who I would want yet. It's still, we've got to get the idiot out of there now, regardless. But anyway, I will interject. That's my, the house is burning. Analogy. Yes, exactly. I knew I was trying to get what analogy that was. Thank you. Yeah, if your um, house is on fire, don't look up on Zillow where you're going to move. <laughs> Just get the fuck you. out of the house. Yes, and that's where I'm at with Lafleur now. Um, I kind of, I mean, I put it out there. I think after the end of the season, he should be let go. It's one of the reasons why I don't mind the losses. But I have a way. We don't have to fire him. Okay, and in this scenario. Joe Barry's probably not even going to get fired, but I have figured out who the long-term head coach of the green Bay Packers is. So here's what we do. John Gruden. We, Tim, uh, we go into next year. It's a lame duck year for LaFleur. Let him bring back Joe Barry. He's not going to want to fire him. You know, he, he doesn't have that in him. They'll do their mediocre seven win thing, just like they're going to do this year. Um, so we can waste another year. Great. He's gone. We're moving on. Nobody gets fired. His contract just expires. We're moving on. Who is the next head coach of the Green Bay Packers? Who? Okay. He goes by the name of Aaron fucking Rodgers. Hear me out. Okay. He has to get a year playing under his belt because he needs to concede and come to terms with the fact that father time is undefeated. It's his time. Whoa, I lost you. It is time to go after next year, after a shitty year with the Jets. Now, why on earth would he be the head coach of the Green Bay Packers? Because of his ego. And being a head coach, there is no better job in the world for somebody that's an egomaniac. Think about it. He comes back to Green Bay. All the fans love him. He gets to once again control the ballless, nutless media that will just bow to his every whim. He gets to have his weekly press conferences. It's always about him. On top of that. All right. Better- hey, the uh, the co- the comments are shutting you down. No, 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 no. I don't care. I've thought I about it. The comments are shutting you down. Every time I think about no it, more. it gets better. I, the comments are shutting you down. Well, the you know, the needs of uh, many are, uh, fuck that. I don't care. I'm right. Who is bad? Tell me Jake. I'm wrong. Jake, thank you for being a part of my life. I love you, brother. Love you. Who is bad? Take Jake and spew this BS to once you're gone. Oh, Jesus Christ. We can't end the show listening to Hot Take Jake. Now we have to tank next year as well. What the fuck? What are we doing here? Gelb says, I don't trust this guy driving a car with this take. I don't want ego in my life anymore brew crew is back on the hot take jake train tyler he's making bart want to quit early this motherfucker saved the hottest take for the last show this is why i quit listening to sports talk uh no but i do enjoy that rogers is uh alienating a whole nother fan base i do appreciate that Everybody is finding out that it's all, uh, and and I brought up again um, what I've said before. 
Aaron Rodgers is my age. And I know a lot of people my age. Hold on. I know a lot of people my age. And uh, I know a lot that are married with kids. And their, their, their concerns are like, how's my kid doing at school? What do you want to do Friday night? Just normal human concerns. Roger's 39-year-old single guy. Like, the 39-year-old guy that I know that's single is sending me images of movies and TV shows to show that predictive programming has been in Hollywood forever. Like, Hollywood's telling us what the government's going to do. So, there's 40-year-old and married. This is a cowherd take, but I believe it. There's 40-year-old and whatever. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Eric says, what a way to go if this is your last show. This is not, I know it's got a last show feel of like the podcast iteration. I'm still doing this. I'm just like not jumping on after Buck's magic. I don't know, but I get it. It's I know, I know. I'm $5 from Ryan. If Matt LaFleur is the problem, then Goody caused the problem. That will be a $5 donation to the Toby Altizer. <laughs> What's going on, Bart? Thanks for being here, Tobes. Absolutely. Congratulations, dude. I guess uh, I'll have something to do from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. now. <laughs> what was, was that really lacking in your life, you crazy son of a bitch? Uh, it kind of was. I'm not a late-night NBA guy, so I'm just usually sitting there. I mean, you know my usual go-to. I was watching Friends. Oh, yeah, friends making a comeback now that one of them's dead. Well, I mean, I was always watching friends, but thanks for that was a really hard one. That was I can't still can't believe it. Yeah, it really sucks. But uh, yeah, congrats, dude. If you ever need a Washington sports guest or whatever from 10P to 2A, I'm pretty much always open or pretty much always up. So I still got a five hour show on Friday or Saturday that I'm doing. If there's anything you can think of to talk about. Uh, I'm doing like two and a half hours on Saturday, so <laughs> I would join you. Maybe we just do a joint show for like a half hour. Ooh, that'd be good. Actually, they always try to do that with us in Dallas, and like it was always a disaster. 
I hated doing that shit. Because <laughs> we connect to their comrades, they connect to ours. They'd be like in charge, and then we'd just be like the little fucking shit on us. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. I hated that. It's not fun being being a little brother. Did you catch Jake's take that he wants Rogers to be the coach? No, I did not catch that, and uh, I don't think that's a great one. But oh, again, like this is not. So I've been cranking out a daily show every day for a year and five months, year and four months. So that format is changing because I have a real job now. (laughs) (laughs) Do uh do you need to just have like a? a filler like a tuesday and thursday washington update bart winkler show podcast that people in wisconsin won't care about a lick of what i'm saying but just want to hear my voice do you 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 need that yeah you want to do a show under my banner heck yeah man i'd always do a show under your banner um i was gonna I, i i was gonna have i was gonna go to tim and say tim shea would you like my show to do every day and I thought about that, and then and then I quickly I quickly never thought about it again. <laughs> so we have a gentleman here that would like to join by the name of Doug Hype, and here he is. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I I love this show so much. I've always meant to jump in and pop in, but like, man, like. Wisconsin sports fans are the fucking best. And um, I actually work with Cheesehead TV a bit and do stuff like that. And I'm do influencer stuff, whatever content creation. But um, I love the I love the controversy with Matt LaFleur and the DC and stuff. But I think we should probably keep Matt and get Joe Barry the hell out of here. Are you still are you which side are you on the fence of you? Are you on now, Bart? For who? For Matt LaFleur. Um. Lafleur, I still don't know that he can win us a Super Bowl. So you think I he's might... more of an offensive coordinator? I think he's more like a wide receiver coach, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that gets me is his like his emotions during the like halftime in the middle of the game, and I'm like, are you not an, like a are you not like an adult? Sometimes you know what I mean. Like sometimes I feel like there needs to be a little bit more like leadership shown. I feel like. But then I also see sometimes he's in the locker room and these guys are rallying the fuck around him. They do. So, well, what's his name down in Miami? He's kind of got that down a little bit, right? But if you look at his like his uh, team meetings, like he's in charge for you know that dude's in charge. He's you know he's like this little guy. He's like he's got those dudes like whipped into shape. Yeah, I, yeah McDaniel. I think that he's yeah. very good um, with Lafleur. Can he win a Super Bowl? He he's had a guy that was very close with Rogers and they couldn't win then. So I'm thinking if he can't win with Rogers, is he going to win with love? No offense to love, but Rogers was MVP two years in a row and it was dumb decisions. I mean, guy got made fun of on fucking jeopardy. LaFleur did. (laughs) The question though, is that like, is there a prime candidate out there? Right? Like I know, I know there's the whole fire in the house thing, but I'm just really curious because we had this awesome lineage of coaches, right? Mike Holmgren, and then they kind of got messed up. And then we went into, um, you know, Mike McCarthy, and that turned out fairly well. And now maybe Matt LaFleur is the is the equivalent of, like, you know, the in-between bridge. It's just not working out. I'm not sure, though. 
I don't know. I think like Lafleur at the beginning of the year, I just kept seeing the same issues that I had with him. But they turned it around. It you know the season goes different. If if they lose to Detroit and Kansas City, we're like ah. But then they beat the Giants and the Buccaneers, and now we're like okay, we got a shot. They just lost the games that they should have won, and vice versa. I think Lafleur, his problem is, well, one of the problems is the it's this Barry thing. Like, if he's waiting till the end of the year, that's one thing. But you gotta, I'm not a hundred percent sure that he knows Joe Barry's the problem. Like I've said this before, he knows his defense needs fixing. Yeah, but I haven't seen unless he's he could be doing a good job, whatever. It doesn't seem like he thinks Joe Barry's the part of that problem. No, it, and Joe Barry doesn't think he's the problem either. Right? Yeah. Like Joe Barry's like, I had no, one. Barry bad knows game. his ass is tough. <laughs> Barry Barry's like, how the fuck am I still here? Barry probably comment. made Barry's probably like, all right, honey, we can go to your in-law, we can go to the in-laws for Christmas. I ain't gonna be working. And then suddenly he is still. But his comment of he's like, Well, I had one bad game, and it's just like, dude. No, 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 Like, the Onion literally thinks that you don't know how to play defense at all. Like, you know, like, how to even, like, line up your cornerbacks. So, I got Toby here. I got Doug Hype. I got Tony from Texas, who I think Doug Hype is what Tony thinks he looks like. <laughs> Toby looks like what I look like when I don't have the glasses and the, and the fur coat on. So, Wait, yeah, it's probably true. I, I thought this was comedian Doug Hope. Who is this guy? Doug Hope. Doug Hope. Yeah. Doug Stanhope. Like Bob Hope? Oh, Doug Stanhope. That's who it is. Yeah. Doug Stanhope. Stanhope. Doug Stanhope. So, Bart, big career boost. I don't know who you owe it all to. Maybe Zach Gelb. Maybe Ron from Rome. Maybe Jim the psychiatrist or life coach, whoever that was. But you from know Miami. what? Yeah, you, you fought through all the, the, the pain, the rigors, the grind. Congratulations, my man. I know people have been patting you on the back, but you know what? You you put your Put your head down and, and you, you did it, man. So congratulations. I'm glad you're going mainstream. Now, are you going to be on Sirius Satellite too? I believe there are uh, CBS's on Sirius. Yeah, Sirius 158. Thank you. I do have that channel. Thank you. Awesome. But sometimes I turn it on and it's a voice going like, tonight, programming, number seven, Alabama against number eight, Arizona. I don't know who the fuck. We got to change that. Okay, yeah, Joe Barry. Right. Yeah. Joe Barry's got to go. But what was 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 uh, uh, Jake actually serious with that Rogers take? Or is this just like uh, like sarcasm or something? What was he doing there? I got a message from Jake earlier. That said. Post game tonight, I found the solution for the Packers. No one has thought of this yet. <laughs> <laughs> Can he be the GM coach at the same time? Because that'd be great. Just. Let him take over. No, you don't want that. Ron Rivera's that here. He sucks. You don't want I mean, a GM and coach. It's just that Rogers wants he wants to be the GM coach. He always, you know, he wants to be that guy. I'm not saying he definitely should not. And uh let me just say, I am so shocked, so shocked as someone that has had Joe Barry coach his team's defense that Joe Barry is being want to run out of town. Like I am so shocked that that happened. Joe Barry was terrible here. He's never been good. How the guy was a coordinator on an 0 16 team. 
I, and that's what I don't understand. Like, there is something to be said. I forget who it was talking about. I forget what team, but someone on a podcast brought up a good point. Like, the reason that you go and get your buddies to be your coaches, like, obviously, it's it's comfortability, but you also understand you're given the same message, right? Like, if you're saying we need to be running cover three, like, there's different variations of cover three. So if you get a dude that's coaching the linebackers to do it this way, and you're trying to have them do it this way, so you're not in sync, that's how you run into problems. So I understand, like, you need to have guys that are all on the same page, but the problem is I don't need everybody on the same page with a guy on a defense that sucks. I need to go find somebody that's good at defense, and then he can bring his buddies in. Toby, I don't know how you lost McVeigh and Shanahan. Who else was on that tree? Well, okay, Shanahan uh, didn't like here because they fired his dad. So that one's I you can be mad about. Sean McVay... That one I'm frustrated about because he had Kirk Cousins almost throw for 5,000 yards. So that one doesn't make any sense. But all the the Lafleurs, what was he, like a quarterback coach? He's not getting promoted to head coach. Uh, Mike McDaniel, he wasn't going to be promoted. I mean, uh, Bobby Slowick was even here. He's not going to get promoted. Uh, the other one that I'd be frustrated with, there's two guys, McVay and Kevin O'Connell. Those are the two I'm mad about. That is a, that's up there at the Holmgren co- uh, coaching tree, Toby. Yeah. Oh, I got some breaking baseball news, which is fitting because I fucking hate baseball. (laughs) Get ready to talk Yankees Red Sox fart. Uh, Yamamoto is headed to the Dodgers. Oh, we're shocked after hearing he might be going to the Rams game tonight with Shohei. I mean, I could not have seen that coming. Uh, Talking baseball says it's a decision. It's more than $300 million. Also, does it not show you how much of a little brother the Angels are to the Dodgers that Shohei's been in L.A. this whole time, and now he's going to Rams games, and they're acting like he's a new celebrity? He's been in L.A. the whole time. It's like an hour drive, Toby. Come on. I've been there. I understand. But, like, they're still called the Los Angeles Angels, and they're not claimed by anyone. Well, we're all acting like he's, like, going to a big market team. He's <laughs> in L.A. fuck? <laughs> It's literally just up the freeway. Why is baseball changing from 20 seconds to 18 seconds? I don't know. I don't, baseball, I try to wonder, what is, God, I just don't even like saying the word baseball. What is, what is the goal of baseball? What do they want? Do they want to crown a champion at the end of the year that's most deserving? No. Do they they want to put out the most entertaining product that they can for people that are fans? No. Do they want to fill inventory? Yes. They want to sell big hot dogs. Yeah, big fucking juicy ones. Well, and the problem is they've done such a poor job marketing, right? I mean, the NBA's done an incredible job with it. The NFL is just so big and everyone loves football so much. So I think they've done a good job of it as well. But the problem is baseball fell so far behind that now they're going to an extreme to get the people that, you know, my generation that don't love baseball. So they're trying to draw all these people in with the so-called short attention spans and everything. And so what they're doing in turn is they're like, well, screw you, old dude that's loved baseball your entire life. I don't care about you. I'm trying to draw a new audience. So it sucks. Like, you know, if if basketball had to come up with new things, like they wouldn't have to alienate their audience as much because they have a bigger audience. Baseball is like we have to get a new audience so badly that we don't even care about our current audience. And I say, Toby, we live in a society that's boom, 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 go, go, go. Yes. It's kind of nice to just have a – it's, it's kind of nice to sit back and just kind of watch a game develop in front of you and, and take in a game or, you know, have a have a glass of whiskey and watch, you know, sip on one as you watch a, 
a contest that's not mildly entertaining and you don't you can leave the room for and miss innings at a time. It doesn't have to be all go, 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 yes, yes, yes. And Manfred's trying to make it that way. And I don't know. And it's not, I don't know. Like I think yeah. as somebody who's at the game, you take someone's at the game, they're like, oh, I just sat down in my seat. What the fuck? It's the seventh inning. Why is there all these clocks? Yeah, I mean, some of the, my favorite games I've been to, I couldn't tell you anything that happened in the game, right? Like, you're just that's why if baseball, if baseball just if they just listened to me <laughs> and did an NFL schedule where every team plays 17 games and you schedule it like football, it'd be the biggest fucking sport in the world. <laughs> Once a week. <laughs> well, it'd be huge. It'd be huge, Toby. <laughs> you're rolling huge. You're rolling through pitchers. It's gonna get even worse. It's gonna be like five hour games. You're making pitching changes like game seven Once every single week. week. We'd be like, oh, who's on Thursday night baseball tonight? We'd watch all the teams. We'd be hooked. I live in Denver where nobody goes to the Rockies games to watch the game. They go there to party, hang out in the sunshine, have a good time, just kick back with their friends. And uh, it works out pretty good. But the team's never going to be good. There's nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah. Like, I don't need the game to be shorter to enjoy that. Like, just let me go hang out. Like, there's nothing better than going to a baseball game with someone you love or just a friend or whatever and just hanging out and talking and the baseball game's going on and it gets to the seventh inning and it's a close game and now you're into the game. But there's nothing better than just sitting there, you know, and just kind of enjoying being at the ballpark. They've literally built above right field. They have like literally like a bar like row of like just bars up there like you're out on the street and everyone just goes there and then they look down at the game for a little bit. They're like, oh, guy just threw a ball. And everyone has a good time and it's sunny here and it's fun. But like people on the radio hate it because they're, they're, the team's never going to be good because they don't have to worry about attendance because people just go there to have, you know, a good time. They don't care if the team wins. We got a professional reset. Toby, Tony from Texas. This Doug hype guy who I couldn't have created in my wildest dreams. <laughs> they claim that I'm hot take Jake's friend, the one he's talking about. And also there's a lot of cool takes in this in the in the chats right now. And from CBS Sports Radio, Zach Gelb. Let's go. What's going on, Bart? Kelby. Toby. Tony. Guy I don't know named Doug. What's happening? <laughs> What's up? You know what? I actually, I kind of want to join Doug here real quickly. Let's let's go some shades here. There we let's, go. Let's try to look. Oh, exactly. yeah. We got we to gotta do this for Bart, man. Bart's given, getting this gig, man. And, like, I had to go jump in this show and just hang out with you guys because this is what it's all about. For sure. There's nothing like uh, Wisconsin sports fans. There's nothing nothing like them. The passion's crazy. Well, what's yeah, up, I lived Joey? in Colorado where like people act like they kind of know Bart, sports Bart. or they're like football fans and stuff, but it ain't the same, man. Like even the Packer Bronco game was like half Packer fans, if not more here. Gel, did you get Bart this job? Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> now I look like a douchey agent, honestly. Um no, I did not get Bart this job. I just, when the whole thing happened with 1250, I said, I want Bart filling in for me. And I think we should use Bart more. And I thought Bart was very talented and management listened. And then Bart got a bunch of opportunities. And from there, he landed it into a Monday through Friday gig. Uh, so hey, it's great. Well, I think it's a great addition for our network. And then next thing you know, I'm giving Gelb 15% of my check. Yeah. Bart, I, a, I only said I wanted 7%, but if you want to give me 15, you. that's fine. That was very nice of you. Bart, do you have a statement you want to give to Carver, High, and Pharrell by chance? Um, Not at this time. Not at this time? Okay. 
We had an incident years ago with Pharrell and Carver High. Are you serious? Yeah. Like Scott Pharrell's one of my favorite like I, I love people Pharrell, on the planet. There but- is a drop that I would constantly play of him making fun of me saying, I got a big fat elbow for your face, Henry Winkler. <laughs> well, I was going after Carver. Oh, he was okay. being a real douche about the Celtics. Gotcha. That that sounds then, like Carver. And then Pharrell jumped in, and then we had a nice back and forth, and then they bowed out because he thought I was trying to jump, like use him to climb some ladder, when I thought it was just great affiliate syndication relation. But yeah. Who am I to fucking know? Yeah, well, but like if you recall, a Horvat, you know, took a swing at me when I first got there, and I saw it on on some tweets. Thank and God I he did Horvat. And he went right into my DMs. And he was like, oh, no, I listened to the show. I love the show. I wasn't actually taking a shot at you. I was just – I was doing some shtick. And I was like, I'm not actually mad because, like you said, it's good uh, work with the affiliates and and it creates uh, funny content. Gelb, do you know who uh, Rick from Oshkosh is by chance? No, who's that? The fucking <laughs> – no, See, Tony's too – Tony gets too comfortable. You know, he gets too comfortable on these streams. And then he asks Rick, me these questions, Rick from Oshkosh, but I have no clue who the heck that is. Rick from Oshkosh died before Gelb took over that night mm-hmm. spot. There's no way Gelb knows who fucking Rick from Oshkosh is. Rick was a he legend. Was, but I, a listener? Yeah. He was gone okay. before I came back to produce, right? I feel like I I knew him from when I interned. <laughs> no, Rick from Oshkosh. <laughs> I mean, R.I.P. I miss Rick every day. I loved Rick. Yeah, he actually well, died. Oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah, where he just like dropped off the face of the earth, and you haven't heard from him. Do we do we know he's confirmed dead, deceased? I got a confirmation that he passed away. Yes. Have you have you gone to the uh, the cemetery, the gra- the graveyard site? Uh the the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Zach. <laughs> you know, if you really like, cared about him, you'd go pay your respects. Yeah, it's true. The cemetery. I feel like this take is some him. inside joke that uh, I just don't get. No, it's no, not. it's not. It's just a guy that was funny and oh. we miss him, and he's dead. Sad. Gotcha. How much are you going to talk about Yamamoto tomorrow? I assume you're in tomorrow. Yes, yes. I'm Twelve year deal, three twenty five. Twelve years. It, are those the actual numbers? I, I saw it was like three hundred million. Curry was saying, "Is is that a uh, yeah?" Passon's got twelve for three twenty five. <laughs> I can't see that tweet. Jeff Passon blocked me, so I, I wouldn't get that on my timeline. <laughs> well, I can still see it, but Jeff Passon did did scold me in an email once. How'd that happen? Um, you get blocked. How'd you get blocked? So uh, Craig Carden, um, who's a legendary New York radio host, mm-hmm. uh, had called Jeff Passon a weasel. And there was it was right before Lindor, after he got traded to the Mets, they were waiting to see if that contract was going to get signed, the long-term extension. And Jeff Passon tweeted out 20 minutes before the actual extension did go down. It's not happening. It's it. The Mets are not getting the extension done. And then 20 minutes later, it does. So all I did was I saw the tweet that the deal was done and I tagged Craig and I even tagged Passon. I just said, looks like your buddy Jeff Passon was right on this one. <laughs> and then a few weeks later, there was big baseball news and I can't see it. And I so, like I went on a different, you know, I went on the CBS uh, account on Twitter. And I was like, Oh, this is from Passon. And then I went on my account to Passon's account and it was like, Oh, you're blocked. So <laughs> that's fantastic. He's a little sensitive guy. 
Speaking of Twitter, uh, why did I just get a notification tonight that Tony from Texas followed me? <laughs> have you not been following me? No, man? I haven't followed you. Maybe uh, I just got it one. You have two accounts, though. I don't know. Maybe the other one I wasn't. Were you not following Tony? No, no. I w- I have always followed Bart. If well, he I'll, follow okay. Tony, I'll follow Tony into the depths of Rick's Tony cemetery. feels like the guy. If you're not following him, he'll unfollow you. No, I'm not. Yeah, and then refollow you. Yeah. Well, I've done that. I've done that move. No, Bart's got two accounts, and he swapped them out, and I didn't know which one was which. Oh yeah, I also didn't realize that. I always thought Wink Stinks was your original account. And I then switched I like I a month ago. It. Yeah, I was I switched. Okay. That's what it was. Because on every other platform where you can follow me on Threads and Blue Sky, mm. um, I'm Bart Winkler. I can't get Bart mm. Winkler on Twitter but I can get Bart Winkler's show. So I just said, you know what? I'm just going to switch. Gotcha. And I think it'll be easier now to tell people, hey, Bart Winkler's show, instead of, hey, follow, follow me at Wink Stinks. <laughs> oh, to answer your original question, by the way, I'll probably spend like two minutes on Yamamoto more. That's about mm. it. Oh, I got a new, new question. So I'm going to rebrand the podcast. What should I name it? Um, you come up with a new name. The Bill's the Bill Michaels podcast, CBS Sports Bart Winkler. Pod- <laughs> Toby always loves the Bill Michaels reference. <laughs> well, I love it because I stay as far away from any sort of controversy as possible. So mm-hmm. I love it when other people do it for me. Gotcha. His state, the station that he's on, uh, airs us. Oh, great! So I love Bill Michaels. Then great. great I will be on Bill's station. I will be on. As many hours a day as he is. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Can you please spend four hours? Remember when you spent that full hour doing it the one time? I made it 20 minutes where I did uh, 20 minutes as Bill Michaels. <laughs> oh, before, 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 <laughs> before Mitch called the hotline to shut it down. And you, said, you said, I think I might lose my job. <laughs> that was a good show, though. <laughs> yeah. Oopsie. <laughs> hey our guys here shukri writes is in hey thanks for the thanks up or heads up or thank you yeah yamamoto fuck baseball sucks well it's also I'm just gonna... the, i think the fascinating part is all these owners went after steve cohen for spending all this money and they freaked out about the luxury tax and now because Otani defers all this money and they lower the luxury tax and makes it easier for them to go get Yamamoto. You know, that's what I thought was interesting. Well, okay. To counter your point though, guys, the Dodgers have won how many world series the last 10 years? One. And, and does that even count? Why? Cause it was a COVID world series. Yeah. 2020. It was. In, at the yeah. Rain. It counts. It, it's still, do you, do you like my Lakers take that they only win? With LeBron in tourist destinations. It's a good point. They won in Vegas and a fucking theme park, man. But the point is, Zach, Toby's Nationals have as many World Series as the Dodgers have. That's right. Yeah, but they also just signed the two biggest free agents of the last decade. But here's where here's where the argument's just bullshit. Like, if, if the Brewers won that World Series in 2020, is any Brewers fan saying, ah, that World Series doesn't count. No, hey, Gelb, but I am glad they won it. The Bucks won in 2021 because 2020. No, Me too. <laughs> Me no too. One, 
No one would have counted that. that uh uh. Bart, you're would right. Chairs up. Hey, Bart wouldn't be allowed way. to line up chairs at that time in history, right. honestly. <laughs> you can still get the Tupelo honey and get the Bart Winkler VIP menu. Ooh. Oh my God. Gonna... That looks like that looks like a pamphlet that you hand out at a funeral. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I, I thought you made that to like mourn this podcast or something like that, since it won't be every day. <laughs> the podcast lived for 10 days. There was oh a great moment as the in-season tournament. You can get an appetizer, some of my favorites from Tupelo Honey, or a dessert for free. Gotcha. I was gonna uh, say they already made that in the reservation though. I said they already made that pan flip for you once they, they fire you after 10 days and they bring in Steve Sparky Pfeiffer to do the show from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. <laughs> Jeez. Come on, yeah. Bart. Is there a pool at the office when I'm going to fucking sabotage myself and be unemployed again? No, because I think they know what they're getting. And also, it's like you're not in the New York City studio. So if you decide to lock yourself in a studio naked once again, we don't have to see it. <laughs> They know what they're getting. What the fuck does that mean? They, they, they know what you, you're about. <laughs> they know what they're getting. Are they getting the fried pickles? Uh, once again, this looks like a, a funeral. <laughs> and, uh, we're gathered here today to mourn Bart Winkler. This is not a funeral. This is a celebration of podcasts. Yes, comeback, you know? This, this is, is the celebration of show. Yeah. What else does anyone want to talk about? Hey, so has Chuck reached out to you? <clears throat> That's personal, but I guess I'll answer. Yeah, we talked. Okay. So he's, he's happy for you? I th- believe that Chuck is for, happy for me, yes. Wow, t- Tony's a good shit stirrer here. Well, because... He's like asking the, the questions that are going to get the headlines. Here's the deal. Chuck was afraid to go on Bart's show because it wasn't big enough. Not big enough platform. No, <laughs> Chuck that... was your old host, right? No, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he, he was a nice guy. And now Chuck is working in where? Fondy? Where is he working? Zach's never even heard of the city that, that Chuck Where I'm is from. It's in my goddamn announcement. Fond du Lac. Yeah. Fond you did you say? Hey, I did my like old the, station. Like the cheese dipping stuff? I did my old station a favor by adding them in my fucking press release. Okay. <laughs> they put that as much as the Milwaukee part. Well, I, I was a I was a big you just, if you don't know my Fond du Lac run, you are missing out. What are the all-time great runs in radio? That's like Stern in D.C. I just didn't catch that part. I worked out of the same studio that the legendary Johnny B. worked out of, okay? Anyone? Johnny B.? Chicago legend? Johnny B. John Brantmeyer. Brantmeyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brantmeyer. Yep. You would know? Yep. Good job. There you go. Uh, any other controversial takes? Doug's still oh, here. By the way, what was yeah. the take about Rodgers becoming the next coach? <laughs> That's like, just there, were, there are take. dumb takes, and then there's that take. Hey, Gelb, let me ask you this, Gelb, since you're an outsider and you watched mm-hmm. a lot of city football this year. does Do you think Matt LaFleur should get fired? I don't think he's a good coach. Um, oh. I also got like slammed by Packers fans when I wouldn't call him a top 10 coach when he was winning all those games. Um, so I'm not a believer, but I think you need to bring him back next year with love because they're going to go and have another stab at this one. We just see what it is. You gotta give credit for the Jordan Love, though, the way he's come on and and developed him, though. Well, he's been up and down, you know, it's what I kind of expected from Jordan Love this year. At the end of the year, I think there will be enough tangible throws 
that you'll say, okay, he could be someone that could be solid, but is he, do I know if he's going to be great right now? No, I, I would not say that. Well, even this last game, though, it looked like he could have easily won if the defense did anything the entire game, right? Like, he definitely has the ability to, like, turn it on and look like a, a legit, like, top-level quarterback. Yeah, and, and also the Giant game, you know, uh, two games ago, like, what I was encouraged by, he had a slow start, but he scored the touchdown, and the defense just crapped the bed at the end, too. You know, you let Tommy Cutlets drive down the field. If the defense did a halfway decent job, we'd be talking about Jordan Love being like an MVP candidate right now or something, right? You know what I mean? Like that's kind of like how Tony football is. MVP, let's 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 pump the brakes a little bit. Come on, did you say hot takes? Come on, let's go. Hot take Jake's not here. We gotta do a little bit. And you're wearing sunglasses. I don't know what your eyes look like right now. Gelb, MVP is the most no brainer it's been in 15 years. Okay. And yours would be Lamar Jackson. Uh, I I don't really have a problem with that. Um, but well, here's a, here's a, okay. Let me let me butt in. Okay. A long time ago, these leagues wanted to decide who the best player of the league was and give them an award. Right? That's fair. Mm-hmm. But they named it most valuable player. Yeah, so most valuable quarterback. Though, who's the most valuable player? If you're gonna say, well, it could be Brock Purdy, it could be McCaffrey. Guess what? It's neither. It's Lamar Jackson. Uh, my, I don't have a vote, but if I had a vote, it would be between Tyreek. Did you have a Heisman vote? I didn't quite see. Did you? Did you? Did you have a Heisman vote? I didn't quite. Yes. Yes. I. Yes, I do. Did you reveal who you voted for? Yeah, I voted for Jaden Daniels one, Michael Penix two, and Bo Nix three. Oh. I do have some regret though, not putting Marvin Harrison Jr. three. I contemplated that, but I thought Knicks was really going to win it going into Pac-12 championship uh, uh, weekend. And then DeBoer and Washington won where somehow they were a nine-and-a-half-point underdog when they beat Oregon earlier in the year. What's it like to have a vote for something that matters? That's pretty cool. Yeah. um, It's interesting because (laughs) you put the vote out there, and it's kind of like when you put a take out there. Half the people will love the people you vote for, and half the people will uh, want to eviscerate you. So, is what it is. <laughs> Last time I voted for anything, I was judging a battle of the bands in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. That's and important. The the <laughs> <laughs> that hey that band could be on American Bandstand next. You don't know. They did a cover of Maps by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs that I thought was incredible, and yeah. I gave them all tens. And then mm-hmm. everybody else said they fucking sucked. They took last place. But this is why you're here and you have the Bart Winkler show and they don't. And I went up to the band after. I was like, guys, I want to know. I voted for you. <laughs> they're like, yeah, thanks. We we just appreciated the gig. <laughs> Gelb, Gelb, you don't have a Hall of Fame for a vote for baseball, do you? No. Um, you vote for Roger Clemens and these guys, Barry Bonds. Would you vote for them? Roger Clemens is my least favorite baseball player ever. I despise the man, but I would easily vote him for the Hall of Fame. I put all the steroid guys in if they have the stats. Just curious. I would too. Yeah, I hate Clemens because I'm a Piazza guy. I'm going to take my kid to Cooperstown someday, and we're going to walk through, and then I'm going to go back to my car and be like, (laughs) all right, son, here's everyone else that's good that's not in here (laughs) for some fucking reason. I'm going to miss not being able to swear. God damn it. That is true. 
that swear just, button, Eddie. Just if you do swear, make sure the dump button gets it. All right. I but I have done good. I have not sworn. I I've done good. I can my brain can separate the yeah. two. You, you've been a good degenerate. There's no doubt yeah. about it. He's gonna have a real. So, well, speaking of speaking of degenerate, I know death threats are bad. I understand that. But can I DM Elvin Kamara and just be like, I'm disappointed in you a little bit, guy. Can I do that? Why? Did you have him fantasy tonight or something like that? I did. Yeah, he sucked. Yeah. But also, like, Derek Carr is terrible. the most mid, like, eh, quarterback ever. And just because he threw two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and made this a game when it was a blowout, like, the stats will look better. And then his brother will go tweet about how great he is statistically. I, I am sick and tired of talking about Derek Carr. The guy, everyone tries to make him like all the way up here, and he's just like not a good quarterback. He he is just an average, slightly above average quarterback. Do you think Devontae really went to Vegas for him, or do you think that was just all an act? Well, they had the Fresno State uh, connection, and then and then the whole family component of it. And I, like ultimately, I do think he just got tired that the Packers were putting all their attention and all their focus on Rodgers, and he was then like the next person. And even though they ended up making him a great offer and he left money on the table, I think he just got fed up with the situation, but you know, there's a chance he tries to force a trade this off season and run back up with Aaron Rodgers. Well, I would trade Jair for Devante right now. Derek well, Carr is what uh Kirk cousins was when he was in DC. Mm. I think that's disrespectful though, to Kirk cousins. Like, <laughs> I, Kirk cousins yeah, is a lot I'm, better quarterback than Derek no, Carr. Not now. Kirk Cousins is definitely better now, but when he was in DC, he didn't win anything, but he always had good mm -hmm. stats. Yeah, but at least he had the you like that moment. Like every time I see yeah. Derek Carr, he just has that <laughs> woe is me look on the sideline. And I, I it drives me bonkers. He's screaming at his receivers, like, why'd you run the wrong route? And, and I know Jalen Hurts isn't playing well right now, but his brother had the dumbest take. Like, even as bad as Jake's take earlier about Rodgers being the uh, the head coach of the team. When he's like, oh, the Eagles should bench uh, Jalen Hurts and go to Marcus Mariota. Like, what? <laughs> the guy who quit on his team last year and Netflix didn't want to show it? Marcus Mariota? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you in on Howell? Uh, I'm back and forth. I think if they're sitting where they're at, they're going to have to probably take a quarterback. But if they win a game or two down the stretch, probably Howell next year. So you're, what's, your, what's your, your two or three guys that you want to see coach this team, though, next year? Uh, I would like EB, but not as a play caller. Mm -hmm. I like his motivational ability. I don't necessarily love his play calling. Ben Johnson, I guess. Slowick, kind of all the hot names for, you know, offensive minds. But I think Ben Johnson, Slowick. But I really like EB, the coach. I just don't necessarily love his offensive philosophy. But at the same point, Jacoby Brissett comes in and his offense looks a hundred times better in half a half, right? Like in a quarter. So I don't know if it's just Sam Howell's not running it correctly. So I, I don't, I honestly don't know. I like EB though. Gotcha. Test user says Toby answered that question. Like it was a job interview. <laughs> that was just Toby talking about sports. That's what Toby is. Uh, I wanted to bring up, I opened a, car, a pack of cards the other night. I got an Eric B rookie card. Oh, yep. Speaking of, here's a 91 score pack. Ooh, let's guess. I it. thought you were going to say, here's Eric Bianami right now. <laughs> In the Eric Jerry Olavsky? That's Steelers? Who is that? Well, you saw it. Uh, Scott Studwell. Bill. Vikings. Vikings. We could see the back end of the card, buddy. <laughs> Chip, Chip Lowmiller. 
Chip Lowmiller. This is 91 score. Chip Lowmiller. Colts. Mm-mm. Browns. Toby, that's your guy. Oh, skins? Yeah, I don't know. Kicker. Oh. What about linebacker Ron Holmes? Lions. Broncos. Ah, we were close. I've never heard of only <laughs> Chip. Uh, I don't know how to say that guy's name. Oh, we all know this. Andre Reed. Bills? Oh, yeah. The Buffalo oh, Bills. I know that one. All pro cornerback Albert Lewis. Chiefs. There you go. Punter Jeff Gossett. <clears throat> That's a rough name for a punter. This is a rough fucking pack, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Raiders. Mike Wilcher, linebacker. Bengals? Rams. Yeah. Ooh, Duran Cherry. Ooh, Duran Cherry. That's another chief. Yes, sir. Um, former hockey guy for a second. Tony was a Chiefs fan in the 80s and 90s. How about two you should get? Cortez Kennedy? Yachts. And how about Bob Golick? Browns. No, Saved by the Bell. Oh, the college years, though, Bart. 93. Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, Raiders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. I got one right. The shitty pack. That was horrible. Yeah, that's was terrible. Another pack. One more. That was garbage. Uh, Tony, this pack's not going to be any better. Bart's no, had these cards in his basement for 35 years. No wonder why they're all these old heads. I actually ordered new ones just for this. Is there a There's no current player in there. Is there gum in that? No. All right. NFL upper deck. All right. 91. The winner will get Bart Show on CBS Sports Radio. Harold Green. Harold Green. Running backs. Rams. Bengals. Mm. Oh, that was my next guess. Ooh. Freddie Joe Nunn. Freddie Joe Nunn. Oh, man. Defensive that... end. Colts? That... Fuck. Nope. Oilers? Nope. Cardinals? The, the nun played on Sundays. <laughs> well done. How about punt returner, kick returner, Clarence Verdon? Ooh. Raiders. Colts. Colts. Oh, one time I don't guess the Colts. Safety, Mark Carrier. That's Broncos. Anyone else? Browns? Uh, no idea. Raiders. Da Bears. Ah! Henry Ellard, wide receiver. That... You say Carl Ellard? Henry Ellard. Henry Ellard. Henry oh. Ellard. He was the a Rams? The Rams. Oh, yeah. Rammy Rambling Dong. Big dub tonight. Where's that put the Packers? Guard Jim Richter. So Red Guard Jim Richter. I don't know the trenches. Bills. Bills. Uh, Rod Woodson. The Steelers. Steelers. So did I ever oh, tell this Ravens. story? Did I ever tell this story? Hall of Fame. Leroy Butler gets in. Dan Fowler. Leroy Dan Butler's Fowles. Packers. 
Dan, Dan Fouts Chargers. Dan Fouts. Game is over. Dan Fouts is Doug's typing. Pretty sure I'm winning. Doug's right there. Dan Fouts is doing all the names. And for Charles Woodson, because he goes, all the old people come back. You know, and they do the line, and it's like, maybe you've seen on TV. He calls Charles Woodson Rod Woodson. Oh. And Charles did not come out. They had to, like, talk him down. He was fucking pissed. Wow. Like calling you Henry Winkler. Yeah, like having a big fat elbow for my face. Do you think he'll remember that? Charles Woodson? Yeah. We can have him on and ask him. What, was this when Leroy was going into the hall? Yeah. Oh, so that was like, what, three years ago? It was actually two, years two days before the station went away. <laughs> oh. I actually do remember that now. Wasn't it uh it was that special thing in the i can't remember we you didn't not like something i remember that. yeah it's not like televised i remember you saying that story yeah oh i did bring it up i don't know if you said it on air but you told us about it oh well look at me um yeah i think that's all i got tonight guys all right i got one more card for you mm-hmm. fred smurless oh smurless uh he was a bengal Buffalo Bill. Good job by Tony. What? Nose tackle. I got a card. I don't here. know why I thought of Fred Smurls. That was the name that I just had that I pulled out of my ass. Uh, Jeff Query. Oh, we're not doing this again. Ed West. <laughs> Green. Hey, this is an uncut sheet of the 90 Packers. Oh, one of the worst teams ever. <laughs> I got that, every that, interview. That board is older every... than Toby and I combined, honestly. Right? I got every autograph except for Brent Fullwood. You want to hear my pet peeve? I got that one. It, yeah. I, I, hate, sure. I hate, so the Redskins have like three legendary teams. And I hate how we treat like Santana Moss and these same dudes with like the same royalty as Brian Mitchell, as dudes that actually won Super Bowls. Like, yeah. right. we get, like it's it's like... I don't know if it happened with the Packers, but people like fall in love with like sucky players. And then like, they just forget about the guys that what actually won. What side Super of the Bowl. stadium is the Rod Gardner statue on? <clears throat> I'm not sure. Hey, here's uh here's some Brent Fullwood action for you right here. Brent Fullwood. Oh fuck. That's the one I need. But like we had an, uh, the, the skins had it like an alumni thing and they're like announcing all the years. And it's like Doug Williams should get a huge ovation, but everybody's like excited for Chris Cooley or something like what? that. Like, nothing against Chris Cooley or Santana Moss. I love those guys. Those are my childhood, but mm-hmm. Doug Williams won a Super Bowl. He like, made my brother cry. So yeah, he deserves trophies. <laughs> well, they're just, there's sometimes just fan. Like I'm not saying Doug Williams shouldn't be a fan favorite. Obviously everyone should love him, but there's just some guys that are, Chris Cooley wasn't random, but they, they just get a little extra love from the fan base, you know? Especially no, and I get that. I'm just, fan base too. I just hate, like, when you have, like, legendary portions of the franchise and, like, dudes that were just there when they were winning five games a year are, like, oh, gotcha. talked about and loved more than the guys who actually did something on the football field. Yeah. No, that's fair. How, how are the Danny Werfel years regarded? He's <laughs> three. <laughs> um... Yes, Toby, Doug. how would you rate? My brother asked me what jersey I want for Christmas, and I told him Chuck Cecil. Do you think he's uh, technically a Packer legend? 
I wouldn't even know, man. Yeah, I was not the right guy to ask. No, I hate answer that. Well, Toby's not a Packer fan. Yeah, he's I know. I just was wondering if he was aware of him. Not really, no. He was a hard hitting son of a bitch wearing number 26. He also is like the greatest player in history of the University of Arizona, and now he coaches them. So that's kind of fun, a fact, too. Yeah, kind of fun. Good way to describe it. (laughs) You know what, Jersey? It's Packers trivia. You, You may already have this jersey. Get a Jeff Janis jersey. Yes. Uh, Isn't that your favorite person, Bart? He now runs Janice Auto and Tire in Saginaw, Michigan. But you're a big so. Jeff Janice guy. Wasn't there like some, some like, uh, I remember like, didn't Horvat get him on or something like that or do a cameo? Ellerson did. Wow. Uh, Jeff Janice was one of those guys that everyone was fawning over. And I was so irritated by it because he sucked <laughs> that sense. I just decided to go all in and just like it. He was, he was like, he was like the in-season tournament of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, he was. He had like two games where he was amazing. It's like, by the way, do you think if Rodgers became the coach of the Packers, he would do his press conferences like from those uh, darkness retreats? You think he would do that? I think he would be like, well, he'd only answer questions from Pat McAfee. <laughs> he'd be like, I'm tired of being canceled as he's sitting in the Secaucus <laughs> studios. <laughs> hey at least him and campbell could like you know just say like hey no questions other than this you know what i'm saying like at least there'd be some unity yeah bart you you were probably a believer that he was going to come back and play this year right that was real genuine right but then they said he was done and then the next day it was a story that he was off the ir like it won't end yeah did you see uh the fullback that they cut that i guess they're bringing back yeah his wife's cute that's yeah. what I was going to say. His wife, if you're a fan of the Jersey Shore, there was a big thing earlier where Angelina from the Jersey Shore was sliding into that player's DMs, and then the wife uh, put her on blast. This was early in the year. So uh, really? this fullback's been getting a lot of action in more ways than one. Interesting. I did want to say that Doug Hype is exactly what I wanted Tim Shea to be. <laughs> Thank you. That's Yeah, Doug looks pretty cool. Yeah. Huh? And you can't see it here because good times. the logo is blocking it, but I'm actually drinking Carry the BG or beer, Carry the G beer. You know the, the, the I like Carry the G. I met those guys in Shorewood. Yeah, it's good stuff. I sh- I shot a promo for them. I fucking love that shit. Yeah, it is good beer. There it is. Okay, well now I am gonna be done. Gob, it's nice of you to jump on. Well, the only reason I jumped on is because I was trying to keep this going to 2 a.m. You know, get the reps in for you. Make sure that you're up alive and well mm-hmm. and, and ready to go. Muscle memory geld, right? Yeah. But there's no load management here. We are not an NBA team. We expect you to show up each and every <laughs> night. There's been so many nights this week where I've been like so tired and I look at the clock and it's We not expect even an after show, show after your show. It's like, oh my God, it's 8.35. Fuck. As Bart's agent, Doug, I, I we will not be accepting the after show after Bart's show. That's Unless there's like a big bucks win or something like that. Like they win a championship and you're live on the air for it. You know, you may have to do an after show. Oh, if it's a clinching night, I'm taking that's an off day. <laughs> that's a- you can't say that this early. You got to wait a few months. I don't know. They got a full list of off days. Already. No, he'll uh, he'll fall asleep on the couch in the studio and then host from five to ten. What I am? How about this? What a great guy I am! I don't really start till January second, 
but I said, I am going to work January 1st. Oh, so you're a schmuck. I want to be in for the games, man. I got to be in for the games. Oh, okay. Because when Alabama gets railroaded by Michigan, I want to cock off that Florida State didn't get in. Yes, See, I, I want to see Michigan win. I, I don't dislike Alabama, but uh, I think Michigan's going to win like 23-20, but I'm really concerned how much you're hyping up Michigan that this means Alabama's going to roll. It'd be, well, it'd be very fitting were... that a, a new CBS Sports radio host gets here, right? Monday through Friday, makes a big take. Alabama's going to get destroyed. <laughs> and then they're like, up, oh, idiot CBS Sports radio host is already off to a hot start. And we are, we're on a bunch of stations in Alabama. Like, I could see it now. I'll write that article. Well, <laughs> yeah. I the, the winner of the title game is actually on the other side of the bracket. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., motivated by his silver award from Zach Gelb's Heisman voting. <laughs> Will lead Washington to a championship. <laughs> That's what I feel. That's crazy. Like Kalen DeBoer, I think, has lost like 12 games ever since becoming head. He coach. was on your show again today, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I like Kalen. He's a he's a good coach. We've had him on since uh, oh I like Kalen. Wow, not like not even Coach DeBoer. Coach. Wow. I'm, I'm yeah, Coach Kalen, you know. He's a big guest. Appreciate it. You're gonna Ooh. get big guests from 10 to 2. All the West Coasters. Maybe, maybe my brother can get me like a like. Yeah, hold on. Hey, Clay Thompson. You're... No, screw that. We need Draymond. I oh. think that'd be an easy book these days. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll get you in contact with Jordan Poole and just don't tell him and have him on the air at the same. They time. play Friday. They're in. They're in town. That's right. Yeah. Let's go. Cool. Jordan Poole thought getting punched by Draymond Green was bad. Wait until Bart Winkler hangs up on him. <laughs> No yeah, do I have to like get in trouble and make news stories like you're always up to? <laughs> no, yeah, just just do what you do, Bart. It comes natural. <laughs> yeah. What my first feud be? I'm excited. But I'm like CBS Sports. Uh, I'm like the Warriors, though. We we won't tolerate you if you're uh, being a pain in the ass like Draymond Green. <laughs> well, I got nobody to punch. I'm by myself here in flyover country. Yeah. So do I have to come visit you? Is, is that what we do? We need to do something like, do I need to come visit you a few months into this show? You can. I, I, I want to come out there. Oh, okay. Should we do a home and home? Yeah. I go to carnivore. You like come here. We'll take you to Katz's deli or something. It's a barrel. Either way. <laughs> I've only been to New York seven hours in my life. Really? Yeah. One of the bills game. No. Uh, we had a wedding on Long Island. Oh, where in Long Island? That's where I'm from. Do you remember? The very end. The Hamptons? No. Uh, fuck. Quad. It was like, it was nice though. Patchogue? Uh, I know it was past Rakukamanga. It was past there. Ronkonkoma? Yeah, Ronkonkoma. <laughs> I was thinking of Rancho Cucamonga. (laughs) I think it was... Fuck, when was this wedding? Um, Just so you know... Flanders? Riverhead? Go ahead, Doug. Doug, I was going to say, Zach, I'm just going and commenting on all your tweets right now. Oh, are you? Yeah. You guys guys should guess who has more Twitter followers, me or Zach. (laughs) I'm guessing it's you somehow. No, it's Zach, but it's oh. close. 
Grant Bill says, bring Gail to lacrosse. You got to show him Fondy. Yeah, Zach, you want to come to my hometown, Fondy? How far is that from Milwaukee? It's an hour. Fondy's like if Long Island was in Wisconsin. <laughs> if Long Island was in Wisconsin. <laughs> what part of Long Island? <laughs> the, the shittiest fucking... The part okay. of Long Island where no one leaves. Gotcha. Shit, am I like the biggest thing out of Fond du Lac history now? You know, Travis Diener, 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 Diener. Isn't Gatner from there? Well, he's technically from Eden, which is bullshit, but. All right, I am done now. Did I say that three times? Yeah, I think this is a good time to wrap it up. I think 30 minutes ago was a good time to wrap it up. (laughs) Yeah. Is well, this what hour I, three I, and four of the show know. is going to be like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I did 80 minutes. <laughs> Gelb, did I ever tell you uh, Bart's line for me when we worked together? He said, got a four-hour show. Three hours are going to be good. One of them is going to be bad. I just don't know which hour it's going to be yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's encouraging. <laughs> you signed that contract, right, Bart? <laughs> it's a lot. Signed, sealed, and delivered. <laughs> good to well, know. Well, come on. I mean, four-hour show. Gelby, now you're down to three. You got it. Three is the perfect amount of time. I see. Now I, I'm known as the Bart Winkler guy. Once Bart show starts, I'm going to be like, I don't know this guy at all. I have no clue. <laughs> who this guy is. Yeah, I, I thought he was uh, Harry Winkler. That, that's who I was advocating about. I don't know. <laughs> but that was true, Toby. One hour was usually shit. Just depended upon what day it was. And we never knew. You yeah. never knew. It was the it could fun be the, part. Yeah, it could be the six, could be the nine. Who knows? Yeah. The only thing I ask for uh, my my fee here, Bart, is uh, I would I would like a case of uh, of spotted cow. Honestly, I could do that for you. That's it. You know, get me some spotted cow. You get that stuff in New York, man. Cool. Zach, have you had carry the G beer yet? No. It's pretty damn good, actually. It's a cream ale. Is it just a Wisconsin beer? It's a, a Cheesehead TV's beer, which is, you know, one of the, the Packer fans' uh, yeah. channels. Who, who Who's the, the main guy at Cheesehead's? Aaron Nagler. Nagler. Yeah. I remember <laughs> I remember there was a few years ago. I, I have no issues with him. I, I, I don't, like, know him. But I remember he had something about Darren Waller, and then we had Florio on, and Florio just dumped all over the report. And I was like caught all in the crossfire of the the cheesehead TV. Well, Florio and is I like the, the, the Vikings guy, so there's a whole lot of crossfire. Oh, so so there's some good uh, fighting between there. I just was caught up in the in the fight, and I loved it. it Florio is always trying to secretly undercut the Packers, or whoever you know. He's like he's very sneaky about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've 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 been a nuisance in Florio's side. <laughs> I, I'm I a Florio that. fan. I'm a, I'm an Aaron fan. So I'm a fan of both. I'm like a politician right now. Oh, I like Nagler. Corey Banky, the other guy, hates my guts. Well, well, who? Yeah, who was the Packers? Didn't you have a Packers beat writer that hated you? <laughs> Rob, where do you want to begin? It, it's Wait, probably to say which one doesn't. Tomaski. Tomaski hates me. Matt Schneidman oh, hates man. me. I don't well, like any of those guys, anyways. Uh, Bert Bart. Well, Matt Schneidman doesn't like me because I tweeted out once that his articles are like if a fifth grader wrote an article in crayon. Oh. So that was a mistake. <laughs> why? Why don't? Why can't people take criticism these days? You know, 
Yeah, why am I supposed to take all this criticism all the time? I can't criticize no one. Yeah. <laughs> we need so to is a midlife crisis, Doug, just wondering that you're going through right now. Oh, people say that a lot, and it could be true, but also, I i mean, I've worked my whole life in, like, Hollywood and filmmaking and stuff, and so one day, oh. one day I decide, I, you know, I've mostly been behind the camera. One day I was like, I guess I'm going to be on camera now, so you know mm-hmm. how it is. So I've been doing this chat- show for a year and a half. I've never had Doug as a guest. Like, no, he, no. he just jumped on tonight. I don't, oh, like, know this guy. Is that serious? Yeah, I don't know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought this was, like, just that, that was, like, no, a No, Toby's a dear friend. Tony, I've gotten to know very well. I love Tony. I kind of like this guy, Doug. Well, I like him too. I love this show. I just always have been putting it on in the background when I'm working. And when I heard that you got this gig and the show might not be on anymore, I'm like, I just got to jump in and like, you know, say congrats, hang out with you guys. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie because like my intent is pretty good at reading these things. Like when someone's about to prank you. And I thought when Doug first started speaking, I'm like, God, there's going to be some prank here. But then the more and more he keeps I talking, I started to I'm think like, about putting like dude. fun stuff behind me. But like, I'm not, I'm not like yeah. a real prank guy. But this well, is a well, character t- I play though for fun. It's just like a fun thing. So don't worry, we're, we're in a, a text chain, all of us. And Toby already did a background check on you to make sure that you were good. So oh, that's good. That's good. You can go on my Twitter and see all the things I do. You know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I'll do that. Fun. And, and, and I, I, I work with Chase Doug TV. Like, Doug's like the soft, he's like the most casual, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I, he's a good plugger. I, I'm not gonna tell you what I do. If you want to check out my Twitter, that's all right. I almost have as many followers. There's, there's promos for, for Cheesehead TV on there too, FYI, which is a rival show to this show. So I am technically it's not a rival me. show. <laughs> yeah, how do you have a rival show? Like, I don't know, it's just fun, yeah. right. Well, a lot of people will pick. They'll be like, I'm a Nagler guy or I'm a Winkler guy. Or, and a lot of fans do that stuff, right? I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I'm a Nagler guy. Well, but Nagler's well, on my show. I know. <laughs> You'll see even on CBS Sports Radio, like people will start to be like, oh, I'm a this and, and, and this guy. And then the other shows could all F off. And it's like, we're all one team at the end of the day. You know, we just like to bust each other's chops. Yeah. Why not have different opinions? Who cares, bro? Yeah. But yeah, yeah I Zach, just, I love your content, your stuff, and everything, your show. I just didn't even – I wasn't aware of it, but it's fantastic. Toby, you sound like you're fa- fantastic at what you do. Tony from Texas, though, like I need to know more about Toby or Tony from Texas, you know? Tony's going to replace him Bard on CBS Sports He's going to replace him. Tony is a very passionate a- AU coach who uh, spends as much time with his – team as he does with their mothers <laughs> allegedly <laughs> you alleged it i got the meatloaf jesus i got recruiting going on right now bart you know it's recruiting season so this is like a new version of wedding crashers where it but instead it's like you know Doug, middle school moms crashers making dreams for the kids and the moms all right guys i need to the transfer with- portal a lot I'm ending the show. I'm I'm ending the show. Okay, Bart. I'm with you. Have a good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Bart, get some sleep. You look a little bit tired. I'm a little concerned. January 2nd's right around the corner. First. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the first. Soft launch. I got to get up and take my kid to the museum tomorrow. Gotcha. All righty, guys. I'll catch you. Nice to meet you, Doug. Nice to meet you guys, too. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Toby, good to see you. Bart. Welcome aboard. Adios. Thanks, Kelby. Whoa, shit, guys. <laughs>
See, this is proof I'm an actual Packer fan, guys. Look at this. I never doubted you. Jeff Query, do you think I should get like a mullet? We got like the same team, dude. I'm telling you, bro. Query's on here. Is he? That's awesome. All right. So, you, what part of Wisconsin are you in right now? Milwaukee. You're you're in Milwaukee. Okay. The next time I come there and shoot content, I'll do it for Cheesehead TV and Bart Winkler show, even if it doesn't exist. I'll just make up a promo for a fake show. You know, this show, whatever this thing. Well, is. Well, I got my I got a new show, and I'm still gonna do this a little. Bit. Whatever's happening, I'm just saying that. Like, right. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Do you follow me? Do I follow you? On what? On what socials? The shitty one. Like Twitter? Yeah. That's actually where I live and work on Twitter. I do like other stuff, but yeah. Let's let's find Doug Hype. Yeah, it's just my name. Doug Hype. Okay. Did you retweet about Liv Morgan lately? Did I? I don't think so. Here, I'm I'm DMing you right now. I'm following you. Hello from Hype. Oh, yeah. All right. There it is. There it okay. is. There okay. it is. Hey, 13,000 followers. Let's go, baby. Let's make that 13,000. Um, But, yeah, no, I host, like, Twitter spaces and do a bunch of stuff in, like, Web3 gaming and wh- whatever stuff. Fun things. But, like, the most important thing are the Green Bay Packers, though. Number one. All right, Doug Hype. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Bye, Doug. All right. And Toby, thank you. This uh, is yeah. not my last show, but you were on my first show, so it's also nice that you're here. Yeah, of course. I'm still always available, and I'm always available 10p to 2a because <laughs> I have no life. Um, I haven't mentioned happyplacehemp.com yet, so go to the site, please. 25% off your order, happyplacehemp.com. Joe finally got an order. He got all the sampler packs. Gelb wants a closing statement from you. From me? Yeah, for your job interview with Gelb. Um, I'm not cut out for New York. I'm cut out for D.C. where all our teams suck. So I'll stay where I'm at. But I appreciate it. <laughs> what would you say is your greatest weakness? Uh, my greatest weakness is I'm not funny. I'm not really that entertaining. Um, but if you ask me random stats, I probably know them. <laughs> why am i laughing then (laughs) i don't know i have no idea all right and now i'm done good night everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.